very specifically, point of view shot, all those things. But there's something that, you know, Brian's personality is so strong, you know, in, in, and his visual sense is so personal uh, that, you know, when you, it's undeniable when you see it, you know, I mean, you could, we could he does like, he loves long uh, following shots, he does long tracking shots, he does lots of things in one, he uh, does split screen, he does the split diopter, I mean, there are all these sort of techniques, but but beyond all that, there's something, Brian's personality is just in, is in, is in the way the movies look and feel. How did this come about? It really comes out of our time spent with Brian, we would have these long, long dinners, I mean, there were weeks that we would have three dinners a week with Brian, and one night, you know, Noah and I would walk home and we realized if he would speak on camera the way he speaks to us at dinner, it would be quite a compelling yeah. thing. Yeah. And so when you approached him, did he say, yes, what a great idea, I can't wait? Well, we were nervous <laughs> about it. Well, well, I mean, Brian does not mince words, so if he was going to shut it down, it would happen fast yeah, and we wouldn't be able to way. revisit it. Yeah. And so we sort of worked up the courage and he was on board right away and we put it together fast. I mean, we shot it a week later, we started shooting it and we did it for one week. In my one week? Yeah. One yeah. full week. I mean, what is it about him that made you guys so wanting to do this? Well, I mean, uh, Brian's sort of an elemental force in filmmaking. And for me, and I think for Noah too, in a lot of ways, he is one of the few sort of like lenses we th see movies through as a, as a medium. I mean, he was sort of the first real strong director's vision that I was aware of. And in a lot of ways, I sort of associate movies you know, through the way Brian sees them. Mm. Um, and that's something you can't really shake. It's like a sense memory or something. And so to have access to that person and actually be friends with them and then have the opportunity to How sort of... How long has the friendship been? It's been over 10 years, and you've known him over 20 years. About 20 years for, for us. You mentioned Hitchcock. It was Vertigo that made it for you. Yeah. What 1958. It it's the director's wet dream, basically. I mean... <laughs> Do <laughs> I mean, oh, you're, crea no you're creating an image, a, a woman, that you make the audience fall in love with through Jimmy Stewart following her around, and then you kill her, and then you recreate her. And what we do in our movies all the time is we create these characters that we want you, the audience, to watch. Many times they are beautiful women. What does he do, and what is it that most you most admire about what he does? I mean, what are the ingredients of that? You know, I was very interested in sort of B-movies and horror movies and special effects as a kid, and Brian, in a way, like brought me into real movies through the way he makes them. So there were the elements of genre, and then he's bringing this very personal point of view into these genre pictures, and that's unusual. And there aren't a lot of people that had done that sort of before, and I don't think there are a lot of people that are doing it now. Mm -hmm. So to be able to make personal films inside of genre, I think, is the great hallmark. I mean, aside from inventing, essentially, the erotic thriddle and all sorts of other stuff. Right. It's, it's also what he does is, is so purely of cinema. There's no... I mean, Brian's... The hit I get off Brian's movies is is something I get I mean but I love movies and I feel like to love movies you look at a Brian movie you're like how can you not love this this is so he, so he, symphonic yeah and you feel you feel his this sort of enthusiasm and investment in doing something purely cinematic you know and, and he talks about it in the movie about how his visual approach is sort of you know he has a visual idea and he he constructs an entire movie sometimes out of this one idea. See, I'm interested, too, in what makes a great movie. I mean, like The Untouchables or a Scarface or others, Carrie. You know, you take a movie like Carrie, 
It's it's a great writer. This is his first novel. Right. Then you've got all these great actors that nobody's ever seen before, except for Piper Laurie, you know, and and because George Lucas and I were casting all the young actors in Hollywood at the same time, we saw everybody. And because, in my case, I couldn't get my movie financed, I was waiting around for months, mm-hmm. I had a tremendous amount of time to lay out the whole sequence of the movie, and we had a lot of time to work with these actors that nobody had ever seen before. Take a look at this, a scene from Carrie. Trust me, 